We did not talk to Rich Lowry yesterday, but he the man, because we love Rich uh, on Mondays and every day. He's the editor of the National Review, Politico, NBC, just an all-around brilliant guy. And I really love him, I do. And he almost died. <laughs> being overly dramatic? Or <laughs> I mean, I heard, uh, I texted you, uh, you know, you remember, I was in Puerto Rico. And I'm like, are you okay? Uh, you know, Larry's got pneumonia, he's close to death. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, I'm back on the mend. Re- real nice uh, hospital. I spent a couple of days near me here. Not nearly as many uh, hostages I expected, Sid. And the, and the underground uh, tunnel facility yeah. totally undeveloped. Really right. speaks poorly of American healthcare. <laughs> but I'm, but I'm, I'm back on the mend. I thought I'm so devoted to you and the show, Sid. I thought about doing it from the hospital, which I could have done. It's just that people constantly come in and out. You just never know. So. Uh, so I decided to stand down. No, I appreciate that. Glad, glad to be back now. Uh, good to have you. And when you say you're devoted to me and the show, like you really mean that. You love this show. And uh, you're, you're, you're a big part of it. So thank you for saying that. I appreciate it. What exactly, what, what exactly was wrong? You had pneumonia? What, what happened? Pneumonia. Pneumonia. So uh, th- this is a story. My, my wife's a little um, paranoid about chest x-rays. And I had, uh, or any x-rays, any scans. And I had pneumonia in August. I, I took antibiotics. I got over it. And then uh, I... A month and a half ago, it was a long time, I began to feel badly again. I finally went to the doctor, and my wife said, whatever you do, don't get a chest X-ray. So I didn't get a chest X-ray. The doctor's like, I think it's pneumonia. I can't be sure. Here are these antibiotics. So I took the antibiotics. It felt a little better, but not totally better. My wife's like, see, you didn't have pneumonia. You shouldn't have been taking those antibiotics. Mm. And then sure enough, what had happened, I had pneumonia, and it just wasn't quite knocked out. So I wasn't taking the antibiotics to get worse and worse and worse. And then finally, I'm like, oh, i got to go to the ER. And I went there. I had 103-degree fever and oh 90% oxygen saturation. Oh, my God. So, yeah, so it was not great. <clears throat> wow. And, uh, I mean, you sound great right now. You you sound great, but you still sound a little sick, I can tell you, not 100%. But you sound you, it's fine. You sound great. I do yeah, want to get to um, I do want to get to this Jack Smith deal with the, uh, the Supreme Court. I'm going to have two attorneys on next hour, Alina Haba who, of course, represents Trump yep. in the New York case, pretty girl, and uh, Alan Dershowitz, handsome man, coming up at 845. But mm-hmm. uh, they're attorneys. I want your opinion. You're, you're smarter than any attorney I know. Which, Larry, this, this whole thing, I mean, uh, Dershowitz was on with Katz yesterday saying, and he's right, this is clearly a political move by Jack Smith, not legal because, quite frankly, Trump didn't do anything wrong in this. So what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, so I have not looked at the, the merits <clears throat> closely. I kind of think... You know, not everything a president does while he's in office is is an official act. So maybe Jack Smith has the best of the legal merits. But the only reason he's skipping over the appellate process and going straight to the Supreme Court is he wants this trial on a a politically timed trial before the election. That's it. There's no legal reason to rush this. There's no reason, by the way, that three of these four uh, prosecutors who brought the indictments want their trials in March. What's it about March that's so, you know, is March like June is for weddings? It's just like the great trial month? No, it's because they think Trump will have locked up the nomination by then. I mean, he may have locked it up in four weeks from now. And, and, and then they can start dragging him down to try to defeat him in a general election by convicting him and maybe jailing him. So it's, it's outrageous. It's wrong. It shouldn't be happening. 
And it's it's why, you know, all these complaints about Trump's going to be, a, you know, it's a target his enemies. What do they think they're doing now? What do they think they've done for seven years straight, beginning with the Russia hoax, then the total lie about the Hunter Biden laptop that national security or former national security officials participated in to this, trying to put their leading opponent in jail? It's outrageous and wrong. Four indictments now and the two impeachments and uh, people are pissed off. You know, I had the. Really the unbelievable opportunity, not just to be in the same building, but legitimately spent time with the president, Donald Trump, mm-hmm. Saturday, sat with him and took some pictures and joked around. It was really, it was pretty surreal. And uh, Tucker Carlson is very close with the former president. In fact, there are some folks that would like to see Tucker be his VP. That's not going to happen. But Tucker was on Megyn Kelly's podcast, Rich. And he said that these Trump prosecutions are making people really angry. You're going to have violence in the streets. Let me play this and then get your opinion on whether or not Tucker Tucker is right here. This is our cut number seven, Lewis. If you haven't staged an unfair election, which 2020 was, you know, if you if you suppress information that voters need to make an informed decision, you're rigging the election. And they did that. So Mm -hmm. if you keep doing that. And people are like, wait, I have no economic power. You've devalued my currency. So it's like eleven dollars for a dozen eggs and my vote doesn't matter anymore well then what do i have like what power do i have and you know you're going to get violence if you keep this up and that's just the truth and i am very upset about that i don't want that to happen i think the counter violence will be much more extreme than the violence but um any rational person can see what's coming is tucker carlson being overly dramatic with megan kelly or do you think he has a point I think he has a point. I was talking to a colleague about this yesterday. If Trump's in jail next year while he's running for president, all bets are off, you know, and and uh, th- this shouldn't happen. That They shouldn't have gone down this route. I don't want any violence by anyone in any form. I, I hate it. I hate rioters. That's one reason I'm a, a conservative in the first place. But, yeah, it's, it's going to be uncharted territory, and it's – it's it's frightening. And so while Trump is going through all this, you know, Biden has a lot of issues, too. I mean, his son, Hunter, they added nine more tax charges last week. He's got indictments all over the place. There's still a lot of folks that are very unhappy with Biden and Blinken and the whole administration's kind of up and down, back and forth stance on Israel. You know, one day uh, pause, uh, the next day they're in bed with Iran, but they love Israel. And then, of course, uh, he's been involved in these uh, same Hunter discussions dating back to uh, your colleague, Miranda Devine and Tony Bobolinsky. The House, the GOP House, seems to have a load of stuff to uh, come down hard on him. And most importantly, he's getting raped in the polls. I mean, CNN, CNN of all polls comes out yesterday and says Trump is winning handily in Georgia and Michigan. Ten points. These are bad times for Biden, right? Yeah, and this is a, a, a crucial factor also in the Republican primary race, such as it is. I mean, there are two things that happened in that race. One, Trump got indicted. We talked about that a lot. Two, Biden has collapsed, such that any case that you can try to make against Trump on electability has been totally blown out of the water. The Wall Street Journal poll had uh, Biden losing by double digits on every single thing, you know, a mental acuity, stamina, energy, everything. Everything except for abortion and maybe like Social Security and health care, where he wasn't leading by much. And those are traditional Democratic issues. So it's it, he's you know, maybe he can recover. Maybe he can get young voters back. But he, he it's it's pathetic. This is this is the most pathetic 
incumbent president since Jimmy Carter, maybe George H. W. Bush. I mean, th- this guy is uh, uh, a train wreck, and yeah. it is, is yeah. happening before our eyes. So, what do the Democrats do? I mean, again, you know, Trump is uh, up in every poll now. Every one, a lot of these polls skew Democrat too. They skew liberal, and he's still kicking his ass by double digits in some of these. So, this is a, a very, very bad telltale sign with the caucuses now just five weeks away. It's no longer next year, two years, five weeks away. What do the Democrats do? I mean, I was talking to Trump last week, and he said he doesn't think Biden's going to run. Everybody's saying that. Bill O'Reilly says the same thing. Do you think Biden ends up being the Democrat nominee or not? I do. I I think he... He's, he's bound and determined to do it, lifelong ambition. He spent 50 years trying to get there. He's not going to step down. He, he's going to, you know, I, I beat him last time. He's going to tell himself, and I can do it again, and this is recoverable, and no one can make me uh, leave, um, and, and we're going to convict Trump. Now, the thing is that Wall Street Journal poll actually asked, what, what's the race if you convict Trump? One-point race, right? It basically made very little difference. So I think they're whistling past the graveyard, literally, Literally with this guy, uh, Joe Biden, but but they're they're stuck. They're stuck. Nothing they can do. Uh, I, you know, you, you could have James Clyburn and Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer go and say, "Sir, you know, you've saved American democracy, you've transformed the economy, but time time to step aside and say no. I'll just say no. Make yeah. me. Yeah. And there's nothing they can do to make him. They're not going to nope. go and blast him in a press conference because he's going to be the nominee, and they're not going to hurt him. So they're this they're they're just stuck unless there's some health event with with biden uh between now and then some terrible fall don't want to happen could happen uh but that's the only way he's not running well if he goes for dinner with bill or hillary clinton you know the old vincent forster (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) it's 110 dead people uh listen (laughs) that's legend rich lowry you are you sounded great today i'm so happy you're healthy and well and we do miss you so thank you for coming on today and stay well If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.